Hello, this is the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast, and I'm your host, Jill Weber. So I'm here with Diane and Widmark Albert, who are friends of mine I've known for a few years, and we've prayed and played and obeyed together. <laughs> and uh, I've just asked if, if we could just have a little conversation together about pilgrimage. When we, we think about the order of the mustard seed, our three vows and our six practices that we live into, one of the practices is, of course, hospitality, and tied closely to that is pilgrimage. So I think um, I just know these guys' journey that they've been on, and so I, I just thought it would be good for us to have a chat about pilgrimage and what, what, how God's at work on our life journey. So, so let's talk, first of all, about pilgrimage. Tell me what you think. What is pilgrimage at all? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, I didn't know much about pilgrimage, uh, to be honest. Um, so I've since learned and understand what it's about. And to quote Christopher George, or Christian George, sorry, um, he said, the discipline of pilgrimage reminds us to slow down and take one step at a time. And for me, when I first decided to go on a pilgrimage last year, I think that's kind of all I knew about it was I was going to disconnect from my regular life and sort of slow down and see if I can hear what God was saying to me. And just take one step at a time. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the pilgrimage you went on. Or do you have more that you want to say about pilgrimage than um, your understanding of what it is? Yeah, what, what I think of, when I think of pilgrimage, I think of um, being intentionally attentive to God and um, His movings, His, His, His speakings, um, people go on trips all the time. They go for as a tourist or, you know, go to sightsee, visit um, attractions. And while pilgrimage, we can go on a journey, we can go away, we can travel. Um, we're going for more than eating lovely food and seeing nice places, which we do on pilgrimage as well. But it's more this intentional attentiveness that we we have waiting to see How's God going to speak to me? Because I expect him to. I expect him to say something. I expect him to show me something. So it's just attentiveness. And that's how I, I like to think of um, pilgrimages. I'm going on this trip and who knows what God's going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what he's going to say? Oh, yeah. What I'm going to find out? Yes. yes. <laughs> So it's different, what I hear you saying is it's different than tourism. It is. It's different than yeah. going on a holiday or going right. on a vacation. Right. Right? But what differentiates it is that expectant, like, whoa, God's yeah. on this journey with us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you went on a journey. Tell us about your pilgrimage last year. Yeah. Well, we went um, over to um, one of the places that we visited um, last year was the Holy Island of Lindisfarne. Where, where is that for our that is who don't know? in um, now let me make sure I'm not good at geography so let's just see this I think it's the northeast coast of England yeah just off an island off the northeast coast of England and um, yeah so just 
just this beautiful island. Um, and do you want to say anything? <laughs> you, tell, you tell the story. Um, so we're there. And what's special about this island? Well, um, I, I have to get my, uh, my facts. I'm thinking history now. Um, uh, at the time, um, the, the then king of Northumbria, that whole area, wanted um, monks to be sent over uh, so that the gospel, Christianity, the message, the good news would reach people. Mm -hmm. And so monks came to the island and, and like monks do, set up, right? They set up. They set up. <laughs> <laughs> so on pilgrimage, you, you have this opportunity to go to places, sacred places, yeah. places mm -hmm. where prayer went on and people had encounters with God. And so Lindisfarne is this holy island, it's called Holy Island, where monks were and, and um, yeah, lots of prayer happened and so here we are on this island. Yeah. And um, Woodmark and I are there and while we're on the island, one of the famous monks known on this, this area would have been there would be Cutburn. And so he had, what he, this monk in particular did, he's, he went over to another isle just off the main island. It's a tiny one. It's a tiny one. Yeah, and island. What, what's marked <laughs> on it is this cross, is this cross. So Widmark and I are standing in Linda's farm at the edge, and there's water, of course, is this little island. And we're looking there and we're both saying, we want to get over there. <laughs> We gotta get over there, and but the tr the thing is, this this the tide. We had to wait for the tide to you know um, subside, and the time is going before we leave the island. It's almost the end of the day, and we're like watching this island, thinking we want to get over there. Uh, we want to touch that cross, but oh, the time okay. is going, and we we're like, what do we do? So when Mark and I held hands, and we thought. We're going to do this. And it was low enough. We thought our shoes is going to get wet. But we held hands and we skipped over the rocks, all the rocks that we could see. And we got on the island. We had enough time, ran up, touched the cross, said a little prayer, felt really excited that Cutman would have been on this island praying, had enough time to run back and ran as fast as we could to the car, not to keep anybody waiting, but just this sense of adventure, but sense of, we seized an opportunity. There was this opportunity to, that was just given to us, and beautiful moment where you just felt like God was there, he was present, our desire was to have some kind of, you know, um, yeah, so that was, that's for me. <laughs> there was one um, incident that um, stood out to me. Um, on our pilgrimage, um, when we were in um, Durham, we visited the Durham Castle. And um, there's this wing on the Durham Castle where the, um, the monks used to live. And so it's like they've turned that, into, they call it the cloister, right? Yes. Is that what yeah. it's the housing yeah. for the monks? Right, yes, okay. I did I didn't remember the official name. But anyway, Diane they've turned it into a museum and you kinda of look at different things and so Diane is kinda of looking at different things. And I wandered off and 
in this little... Um, Does he usually wander off, Diane? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Yeah, I found this little, um, little cubbyhole kind of thing, a little cutout in the, in the room, and it had these robes that the monks wore, and there was a sign that, you know, you could try it on. And I was just, I just felt drawn to put, put on one of these robes. And um, at first, you know, they, they said when we went up to the, that area, there was no photography. But when I, uh, the sign that talked about the robes, it said, you can put on a robe and take a picture. So I said, I'm going to seize this moment. So I put on the robe and... <laughs> And then Diane's looking for me and she sees me in this robe and she's like, <laughs> shout out for my, like, what are you doing? I said, come take a picture of me. And she's saying, no, you're not allowed to p take pictures. And I, we had this debate going. And I said, no, you can take pictures in this area. And um, I took this picture, but... There was something deeper to it to me, uh, putting on that robe. Hmm. Um, I, I, I just felt this weightiness to it. Um, I, I didn't fully understand it, um, that I was drawn to actually put this robe on. And it, it, there was a sense of holiness by just putting it on that, you know, this is something sacred that men have devoted their lives to, you know, in this lifestyle of... Um, putting on this robe and devoting themselves to prayer and missions and I recently we were having a conversation <laughs> and I said to Diane you know I think at the core I'm a monk inside hmm. and um, so maybe that's why I felt drawn to the ro those robes that the um, at the castle there at that time but that that was meaningful and I think that's still being unfolded in my life. Mm -hmm. So you guys were on a physical pilgrimage. You went on a journey with a group of friends, just looking for God, mm -hmm. um, taking advantage of opportunities, seizing the yeah. moment, yeah. <laughs> and encountering God right. in, in, in ways that sounds like were quite impactful for you. Yes. But I think um, I'm wondering too if we can talk a little bit about you know, sometimes we're on pilgrimage when we actually go on a trip. We go away on a journey. But, but talk to me about what does it mean for us to be on pilgrimage. So there's being on a pilgrimage, mm -hmm. and then there's being on pilgrimage, mm -hmm. right? Psalm 84, blessed are those whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Right. And, um, and so I know that you guys have been on another kind of soul journey mm -hmm. over the last year or so. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'll... I'll talk about it because I think it, it revolves a lot around me and Diane is uh, just a passenger on this <laughs> pilgrimage well, with no, me. Well, no, he's doing things in my heart too. I know, yeah. but specifically what I'm going to talk about. Um, and, you know, I've heard this, this terminology um, with the community of people at, in OMS and GoHop. I've heard this... Uh, this phrase a lot, the, the invitations of God, um, that God is inviting you uh, and to recognize his invitations. Um, I think for me, um, I haven't naturally recognized the invitations. I think I'm getting better 
at recognizing his invitations. But I think what resonates for me is that verse in um, Revelation 3.20 that says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. You know, if whoever hears and opens the door, I will come in and sup. And I think that's been my life journey. God's been knocking away and like, anybody yeah, Hello? and Hello? I've been ignoring the knocks. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's I think he's tried to um, invite me away, um, but I've ignored those. So he's taken the bull by the horn in a sense and said, "No, you know what? I'm going to invite myself." And he's been tapping away, <laughs> knocking on the door uh, for many years until I think at this point in my life. Um, I've opened the door. I've, I've given him permission to come in. And it's been scary, but it's been um, ref refreshing at the same time. Specifically, um, I've been out of work um, uh, for over a year now, or close to a year. And I think my theology could be off here, but I think that was an attempt for God to get my attention. Mm. Um, if I didn't lose my job, I would continue with the same routine, the same pattern, and ignore the knocks. Mm. And, but now that I, when I was out of work and since then to now, I've been um, in a situation where I could hear the knocks. There's mm. mm -hmm. the, the focus of work and the the drive to, cons uh, to consume all my energy and work is gone. It's been removed. Yeah. So I've been left with this void. There's some space. Yeah. Space, yeah. yeah. So I could, I could hear the knocks louder than previously. <laughs> and so just to go back to uh, Christian George, I like what he says here. It, he's talking about pilgrimage. And he says, it moves us from certainty to dependency. Hmm. Uh, from confidence to brokenness, from assurance in ourselves to faith in God. And these words so aptly describe the, the pilgrimage journey I'm on right now where there's a lot of uncertainty in terms of, um, you know, work, career, uh, jobs. I've been applying and nothing has uh, landed um, from confidence to brokenness, I have no confidence in myself. It's a humbling um, experience to be leaning in more on God as opposed to my own ability or my, my own resources. And it's certainly been um, a shift from trusting in my own effort to having faith in God and it sounds scary, and it has been at times, but it's, you know, if it's been a beautiful experience. And I went away a, ret a retreat um, a few months back, and God gave me this picture that my context was like an oasis. I'm living in an oasis. But my soul was, ex sorry, my context was a desert, Yeah. but my soul was an oasis and if it's anything I can say that you remember or walk away from my own pilgrimage journey right now is that 
by opening the door to those knocks, um, I think my soul is more alive now in this current season that it's been for a long time. And, um, you know, I am experiencing and getting to understand better what God um, thinks of me, what he sees in me, and how he sees me, and just embracing those things has been life-giving. Um, one of the things in, this, in the midst of this journey with, with work is I've given myself permission to dream, mm. which I haven't done for many, many years. And one of the things that I've discovered or I've been able to take ownership of is this, this passion I have with working with my hands and um, you know, building things and renovating in, in the house. And just that freedom to embrace that passion has been life-giving to me. Um, and so I am, I am thankful that I opened the door. And yes, it's scary because I don't know what the next steps are. But I think I'm seeing myself in a light of God gave me this passion. Yeah. And so I'm learning to embrace it. I'm learning to take ownership of it. I'm learning to thank Him that He created me this way and just trying to put the pieces back to the puzzle of who Widmark is yeah. and what God is calling me to in this season, which I think is probably what he originally intended for me okay. that I may have uh, ignored on you know, going off on my own path. And so, uh, you know, Saying yes to God, saying yes to his invitations is scary, but, you know, from my own experience, it's been, it's been life-giving. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Your wife looks like she wants to say something, too. She's got a, a glint in her eyes. <laughs> anyone, like, we've got two minutes left. Is there anything you want to add around, you know, what's been... You've been traveling with him on the yeah. journey. You've been on pilgrimage together. Right. Right, and this. I, I think it's it's just, um, it, it's beautiful to watch um, what God is doing. And right now we don't have the answers. We don't know what the next step would be. And, but we do, we do know that, um, I guess I'm, I'm reminded of this verse that says, if you seek me, you'll find me. And I think we're, we're on this journey of seeking and we know we will find him. We don't know what it looks like, what it will look like, but it's, it's beautiful to watch what he's doing in Widmark's life mm -hmm. and ultimately what he'll do in our life. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's just it's it's putting ourselves in that position and watching what God will do. It's exciting. Yeah. Pilgrimage is exciting, and just as it just as one gets there's exciting, risk. there's adventure, yes, there's, there's risk. uncertainty. Exactly. There's, yeah. So just like one gets excited to go on a vacation, um, life pilgrimage is exciting like that. But just that we're doing it all the time. Yeah. How cool is that? 
that we're just exploring and allowing God and we're, we're allowing his plans for our life to unfold um, one day at a time, one moment at a time, you know. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful to us. Risky. Sometimes we're like, okay, where are you? I'm not sure what's going on here. Anytime now you can give us the answer. <laughs> but he doesn't. And um, like we all know, this walk with Christ is a faith walk and we're invited and we're reminded without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we... So putting your path, putting your foot on the path. Yes. With a yes in your heart to make heaven smile today. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Good. Can you pray for our listeners, for them, as they maybe... They're going on a pilgrimage, or maybe they're on pilgrimage in terms of their life's journey. Can you Mm -hmm. pray for them? Yeah. So, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you that uh, pilgrimage is is beautiful, and uh, your word reminds us that if we seek you, we will find you. And so, Lord, I pray for anyone who would be listening and hearing that the desire to find you, they will set out on this beautiful journey to find you, Lord, and just by seeking, Lord, you will make yourself known. Uh, you, you work so beautifully individually, and what you've done in our life may not be the same way you do it in theirs, but you'll do it nonetheless. And so we thank you for the beautiful ways in which you will work in everyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Lord, we, uh, I just pray for those who are listening, Lord, that uh, being wooed, being invited by you, Lord, that uh, you would give them the courage and the grace to say yes to your invitations. And Lord, even those that you are knocking on those doors, Lord, that, uh, Lord, that you would give them the courage, Lord, to open that door and discover you mm-hmm. and by discovering you Lord that they would also discover themselves so Lord we just pray that uh, you would just uh, ignite that desire and that that passion in everyone that hears uh, this words Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast. For more information about the order, you can find us at orderofthemustardseed.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. May God grant us grace as we follow his invitations to be true and to be kind and to go.